If you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Mark chapter 11. Uh, Mark chapter 11, verses 20. Amen. I'm very privileged as always, you know, I get the chance to minister God's word to you tonight. So Mark chapter 11, verse 20 is where we'll be reading. And I want to uh, preach a very simple message tonight entitled, When Mountains Move. When Mountains Move, Mark chapter 11, verses 20. Amen. And so tonight, if you've got a pen and paper, you write down some notes. God's going to help us tonight. Amen. Matthew chapter, uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 20. If you're there, say amen. If you're not there, say hold on. All right, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. Mark chapter 11. <laughs> amen. Tonight's goal for this message, I believe God wants us to really believe Him to move mountains. Can you say amen? To allow God to demonstrate the power the authority of God's word over these obstacles, over any mountain that you face, the difficulties in your life that you face. Listen, God wants to move some mountains. Amen. He wants to move some obstacles in your life. He wants to do things that, may, that might seem impossible in your eyes. But I believe God is all things. There is a possibility. You know, with all God, with God, there is a possibility. We can believe Him to move mountains. Amen. So Mark chapter 11, verse 20, and it reads this. It says, Now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So when Jesus answered to them, he said, Have faith in God. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea. And does not doubt in his heart, but believes. Everyone say believes. But believes that those things he, he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Amen. Let's pray. God, I thank you that there is power in your word. I thank you, Lord God, for what you're about to do in this building. Pray, God, that you bless our hearts, Lord God, as we leave. Let us not be hearers only, but doers of your word. In Jesus' mighty name and all God's people said, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I want to preach a message, when mountains move. Turn to your neighbor and say, when mountains move. Come on, when mountains move. Number one, if you're taking note, you have the power to speak to any mountain. Amen. You have the power to speak to any obstacle that you face. Mountains are the problems. Mountains are the struggles. Mountains are the things in your lives that hinder us from experiencing joy, from experiencing freedom in our lives. And Jesus, in our text, He speaks directly to a fig tree. He speaks to it and He causes this tree to wither. And I'm telling you, we can speak into our problems. We can demand them that they be removed from us. And that is through the power of your words. Do you believe that there is power in your words? Amen. There is power because there's faith inside. And where there is faith, I'm telling you, that is able to now move the mountains. Amen. You got to understand there is power behind your words that stems from a faith that is rooted in God's power alone. Amen. It's not by might. It's not by power but it's by my spirit can you say amen tonight God wants to move the obstacles that you face God wants to remove the problems this, this emotional struggles that you're going through the financial problems or spiritual attacks listen they will serve to rob you of your joy 
They will serve to tempt us into trying to remove the obstacles in our own strength. It'll cause us to be like, man, I need to do these things on my own. And we move out of our own strength. And God's like, man, you can't do it. We need God's power. And Jesus, amen, the one with all power, hallelujah, the one that with all authority, who has delegated power to every single Christian to say, hey, listen, you have authority to speak to the mountains in your life. That means as Christians, we have power in our palate. By speaking the words that God has written in our hearts, by declaring the truth that we have stored up in our minds through diligent reading and studying of God's word through scripture, we can make our personal mountains, listen, disappear. But how many know sometimes some mountains we face are bigger than others? Amen. Some of our problems overwhelm us. Some of these things cause stress and anxiety. Come on, we live in a world where it's full chaotic. And I'm telling you, listen, we need Jesus. We need the authority of God being dwelled within us, the power of Jesus Christ, that we can speak to any mountain to remove them. So number one, we're as children of God. We have the same authority, listen, to move mountains. That God, listen, has created us in His image God has created us that we can have power with our words, which comes forth outpouring from our lives, outpouring from our hearts because of what Jesus has done in our lives. We are children of God. Amen. We have the authority given by Christ. In second, in order to benefit from that power, we must utilize this power through actually speaking it out. Not just believing, but really speaking it out to say, listen, uh, we got power from the Most High. We've got power from Jesus Christ, from His Word, that when we begin to speak His Word, when we begin to believe it with our heart, God begins to move some mountains. Amen. Just as God declared in the book of Genesis, when there was nothing in existence, God spoke a word and there came uh, things that begin to form in motion. God begins to speak and things start to create. I mean, can you picture it for just a second? When the earth was without form, without void, and the Spirit of God hovered across this earth, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. There was power when it was activated through His speech. It says, man, let there be light. And I'm telling you tonight, there is power when we understand this authority that comes from God. When we speak our words in, in line with God's word, in line with His will, things begin to change. Things begin to transform. Now there was a Christian, who, uh, a Christian man who once got fired from his job, not because that he was, was a bad worker, but because of his faith. He was a Christian man. And I, I want you to listen to the story. His boss told him, this is a true story. We don't have tolerance for Christians here. This is his boss telling him. They said, if, you, if we had known that, you know, if we have known before that you are a Christian, we wouldn't have hired you. So we want to let you know you can't read your Bible on your lunch hour, even though it's your lunch hour. If you don't abide by this, even though your work is fine and it's good, you can't work here anymore. The man replied, well, I cannot deny my faith. They said, well, you can't work here. So they fired him. So he packed up his stuff and on his way out, he prayed. Listen to his prayer. He said, now, Lord, you know this situation. I speak to this situation in the name of Jesus. Because you know it's already unfair, but you also know I need a job. 
So I speak into this the will of God. He then walked out of the door and on his way to the car, his phone rang. And on the other end was a voice that said, this is General Motors. We've just come across your application. We want to hire you. And he said, listen, very true story. He was offered more money, more benefits, more everything because, and then he also got a car all because of the fact that, you know what? He spoke things into existence. There's power in your words. You've got authority. Amen. Don't walk around and be like, oh man, I'm nothing. Don't walk around and speak, you know, words over your life and think, you know what, man, I'm just not qualified. Man, I'm just not gifted enough. Man, uh, you know what, uh, I just don't have a good resume to actually get that job. Listen, you got to speak words of faith that say, my God is bigger. Let's say, you know what, my God is stronger. My God is able to open up every door. Jesus Christ has the master key. He has the power. You got to speak words in line with his will and say, listen, God, listen, this was unfair, but I'm going to speak it into your will. So secondly, let's talk about benefiting from the power. This power, it requires authorization. Amen. Luke chapter 9, verse 1. Then he called his 12 disciples together, gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. I want you to understand this. Jesus called his disciples together. He gave them power and authority. Amen. God has given you and I power and authority. He's given us the power to begin to speak things. He's given us power to be able to now heal the sick, to operate in the supernatural. He's given us the authority. Amen. Given to you and I. Children, we have been given authorization when our words begin to speak what God has already said in His Word. Think about a doctor and a psychologist for a minute. Amen. You can make your uh, trip down to the chemist's warehouse, get some over-the-counter medication for your flu symptoms. You can go there and uh, you know what? You might come across someone who's just not doing their job properly and just, you know what? Hey, why don't you just, you know, here's a Panadol. And then all of a sudden it just gets worse. Your sickness gets worse. And so you call up your doctor, you make an appointment and the doctor says, let's check you out. Discovers that you actually have a deeper problem that's within you and writes out a prescription. Amen. All you know is this doctor is authorized to write it by virtue of being a doctor. You believe that doctor, you trust this doctor has the knowledge that what they wrote on paper, even though you can't read it, even though you don't understand it, you trust this is exactly what you need. So you decide to now take this prescription. You make your way back to chemist warehouse. You place this particular uh, you know, note for this doctor to go and grab your prescription. That before you were trying to do it yourself, you try to solve your problems by yourself by going to the shop counter. But listen, no one helped you. But now with the help of a doctor, with the authorization, with this word in your hand, listen, you now have authority, hallelujah, to shop at that pharmacy to get what you need. The pharmacist comes up and says, may I help you? You tell him, you know what, this is from the doctor. You hand him that paper. Because that's all you say because you're operating in faith based on the word that is written. He brings you some medicine based on what is written and you've got faith to trust it enough to take it. You don't understand it. You can't explain it. You don't know the ingredients in it. All you know is my author authorized person wrote it down. Listen tonight. You can have 
people with all the knowledge but have no authority have no authorization and a psychologist who has knowledge can tell you what's wrong but they can't write out a prescription and I'm telling you tonight we serve a God who who's given us the prescription in his word amen we serve a God that says listen what's written in here you need to get it inside of your heart you need to get it inside of your mind that renews your spirit that now before you used to speak words of doubt you used to speak words that, that whenever things happen around you oh man little poor you listen you got to rise up and say oh I serve a God that's greater I serve a God who's given me a prescription that's in his word you got to go down and say listen it's written and when it's said it shall be done but do you believe it Amen. Do you really believe what's in his word? That when you begin to meditate on his word, that when you begin to study the scriptures, you look at Jesus' life and you see, man, he's done all these things. Listen, Jesus said, greater things shall you do. And I wonder why the church hasn't gone out into the four corners of this world and doing all these miracles. What's, where is the church? The church is not speaking out what's in the word. And let it be the conviction of the church to say, listen, it's time for us to utilize who has given this authority and this authority has been given to you and I. I mean, let's close with benefiting from this power. It not only requires authorization, but it requires utilization. Amen. Just like the energy that comes from electrical power, we will only benefit from such energy if we utilize it. It's so simple yet so profound. We've got every single one of us. We've got electricity running in our homes. We're connected to a power source. And if we have connection with a power company, it means they have given us authorized power to use. However, the power company isn't going to come to your house and begin to plug in your appliances. Listen, no, no, no. That's your job. That you got to be able to now, listen, Plug something in and flip a switch in your life because if you don't, it will remain unused power. Jesus has given you and I power and authority. Amen. So we can speak things into existence so that we can use this power that will begin to move the mountains in your life. But it requires you and I, it requires actual speech. Using that power, utilizing that power that moves the mountains comes through you speaking words of faith it comes through speaking on what God's word says speak it out believe it to benefit from the power we must be authorized to have that power we must first be children of God amen we must be able to now be entrusted with this power that God has given us so that when we have certain situations that seem impossible, Jesus says you can speak to that mountain and it shall be removed. Jesus says you got to have faith in God. Don't have faith in your circumstance. Don't have faith in uh, the prime minister of Australia. Don't have faith in your own self thing. Listen, you got to have faith in God because Jesus says in verse 23, For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes those things he says will be done he will have whatever he says i mean this is jesus speaking verse 24 therefore i say to you whatever things you ask when you pray believe that you receive them and you will have them when mountains move 
is because when you begin to believe, man, there's an authorization given. And for you to utilize that power, you got to speak things into existence. Amen. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Very simple message tonight. I believe God wants to stir our faith again. Stir our faith again to say, you know what? Keep believing for miracles. Your friends might tell you you're crazy. Your relatives might tell you you're crazy. But listen, it takes crazy faith to move mountains. It takes someone who says, you know what, man, I believe wholeheartedly in this. That the one who has authority has given us authorization. He's given us power to speak to the mountains, to be removed. Amen. Tonight, you're in this place. I want to give an invitation. While every head is bowed, every eye is closed. Maybe you're in this place and you know your heart's not right with the Lord. The Bible says it's appointed for man to die once and then comes judgment. I want to ask you the question, my brother, my sister. Where will you spend eternity if you were to die tonight? I mean, you think about that. This is eternity I'm talking about. Jesus spoke more about hell than he did heaven. And I'm asking you this question. Where will you spend eternity if you were to die? The Bible says... Jesus says these words, actually. He says, depart from me. I never knew you. Amen. What sobering words. If you were to die tonight and you hear these words, depart from me. I never knew you. You who practice lawlessness. And then he says to the Christians, the true believers, he says, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. You're here tonight. Which one do you think you'd hear? If you were to die and you stand before Jesus. Would he say, well done? Or will he say, depart from me, I never knew you. We can come to church, we can sing the songs, we can say, oh yeah, I know Jesus. But the real question, does Jesus actually know you? Brother, come on, it's not enough coming to church on Sunday. Come on, brother, when our, sister, when our life is all said and done, when there's no breath left in our lungs, we stand before a holy God that will judge us. If you're not saved, God's going to judge you. He's going to judge you by the words that you spoke and every word will be held into account. He's going to judge you. Listen to Ten Commandments. Have you ever lied? Have you ever stolen? Have you ever, uh, you know what, murdered anyone? Jesus says, whosoever hates his brother has caused murder. Whosoever lusts after a woman has committed adultery. I'm telling you here tonight, you're here. God is speaking to you. You know you're not right with God. You know you wouldn't make heaven your home. But God's speaking to you tonight to get your heart right with him. You know you want to make heaven your home. If that's you, you raise your hand. Say, yes, that's me. That's me. Raise your hand with mine. I'll count it a privilege to pray with you. Raise your hand with mine and say, yes, that's me. Come on, don't be ashamed. Raise your hand. Raise your hand so I can see it. Lift it up and say, yep, that's me. I want to be saved. I want to make heaven my home. Lift your hand with mine. Say, yes, pray for me. I'm not saved. I'm not right with the Lord. If that's you, you raise your hand. This is just between you and God. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. Anyone else? You want to join this honest heart? I Amen. I believe you meant that. Anyone else want to join this honest heart? You lift your hand and say, yes, that's me as well. God bless you. I see that hand as well. Anyone else? God bless you. I see that hand. Anyone else? Maybe you're backslid in your heart. You once had a relationship with Jesus, but you've slidden back into your own ways. You're backslid and the Bible says, listen, if that's you, won't you raise your hand and say, yes, pastor, that's me. I'm not right with God. I know if I was to die, I wouldn't make heaven my home. If that's you, raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. Come on, I'll kind of privilege to pray with you. God bless you. I see that hand. I see that hand.
I see these hands going up. God bless you. God bless. Anyone else? Raise your hand with these honest hearts. Amen. Those of you who raise your hand, I want you to do one simple thing. Come. Come out of your seat. Just meet me at the altar. Amen. My sister, you want to come? Come out of your seat. Come. 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 Come out of your seat. We'll, we'll pray with you tonight. Come. Amen. Come. Amen. This is it. What God wants to, you know, save your soul. Come. Come. Come, my sister. Come. We'll just pray right here. Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed. No one is looking around. Come out of your seat. We'll pray. Maybe Zara, if you want to pray with them. Amen. God bless you. Just kneel down right here. Amen. Just pray this way. Church, turning to the church tonight, if God spoke it to you through this message, I want you to come out of your seats. Let's find a place to pray at this altar. God wants to do a miracle in our lives, in our hearts. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. God, minister, maybe there's things that the words that you've been sp speaking haven't been words of faith. Maybe you've been doubting that God could ever move this mountain in your life. Come, come. Church, these altars are open. Come and find a place to pray. Come out of your seat. Let's do business with the Lord. Amen. God wants to move in our church in a supernatural way. He wants to speak into your life that, you know what, to give you the full assurance that you've got authority to speak words. He's given you the power and authority. Amen. Oh, God, we worship you, Jesus, tonight. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Lord Almighty, we praise your name. Oh, Rabama, Come on, church, let's pray. Let's take a few moments right now. Let's pray. Let's seek the Lord. Lift up your hands. Come, come to the altar. Let's pray. Let's seek God tonight. Oh, Rabama,